So first guest on the podcast, let me introduce you as America's number one relationship therapist. Super excited to have you on here. You've been seen pretty much everywhere. That's what I said. BET, uh, on Forbes, Fox. I mean, you name it, you've been there. And also you've been my speaker coach. So you've definitely helped elevate my brand. People have been telling me like a lot, like I love what you're doing and I love this. And I'm like, yep, Keandra got me right. <laughs> no, that makes me so excited. But do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself too? Yeah, I'll go ahead and introduce myself. So hi, everybody. My name is Keandra Jackson. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist located in the Los Angeles, California area. Like Jason mentioned, I am a television personality, have been seen on all CBS, Fox, Forbes, Essence, Women's Health Magazine, the list goes on and on. I'm also a best-selling author and an award-winning speaker. And as Jason mentioned, I do train new and emerging speakers. So that is one of my favorite things on top of helping people having an optimal state of mental health and healthy relationships. I knew she was going to do a better intro than I did. That's why I had to pass it to you. <laughs> Listen, it's, it's a part of the game. You know, you got to introduce yourself well. Intros matter. So again, as I mentioned, we we're going to start the podcast first and then during the second half, we'll open it up for questions. So my podcast, we focus on peace, prosperity. What does peace mean to you, Keandra? First of all, I'm excited to be here. As the first <laughs> guest, you know that I love being the first of anything. So mm -hmm. I appreciate you inviting me here and allowing me to be the first and open the gate for other people to come onto your podcast as well. But peace, oh my gosh. I, I don't want to get biblical, but the first thing that really kind of came to my mind was like, it's something that you really, I'm trying to curb my words. It's something that you Be wrong. Really, Go ahead. Okay. So when I think of peace, like the first thing was like the scripture that comes to my mind that says like a peace that surpasses all understanding, you know? And so when I think about peace, I just think about rest. I think about contentment. I think about drama free. I think about uh, setting my intentions or our intentions on the things that we really, really enjoy and blocking out everything else. And I think peace starts internally, right? Like you can't really bank on anybody else, whether that's a partner, whether that's your children, whether that's the workplace or whatever, to give you a sense of peace. That's something that has to be cultivated internally. And you have to create that inside yourself and around externally as well. So that's what comes to my mind when when I think about peace. So, you know, my next question, what have you done to have peace in your own life? Ooh, that's a great question. And yes, I knew you were going to go there. Um, <laughs> so peace is really important to me. Like I tell people all the time, like if there is anybody or anything that is stealing your peace or your joy, it is time to reevaluate. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back who didn't mm -hmm. hear me. If there is anybody or anything that is stealing your peace or your joy, you need to reevaluate this situation. And so for me, people might call me a little blunt or a little rude or whatever it is they call me, <laughs> but I am big with my boundaries. So if there's anybody that's adding some drama to my life, 
if there is anything in my atmosphere that's like, oh, that's a little bit off, I switch the game up. And so for me, it's a number of things. Like spirituality is really important to me. And so definitely staying connected to my higher power and making sure that I'm in alignment there always gives me peace because <laughs> this world is crazy. Listen, real crazy right now. And you got to hold on to something bigger than you. So that is something that gives me peace. But then I also cultivate things in my life that give me peace. So I love to do things that bring me joy. And that's like cooking. You know, I love taking naps. We were just talking about how Fridays are my self-care days, which means I do absolutely positively no work, no emails, no calls, no nothing. And it's just all about me. And I do whatever I want to do on that day, um, whether that's be in the pool, go to the beach, um, or do nothing, or binge watch television. And so that's kind of just how I create peace in my life because it really starts with what's going on internally. And of course, you know, we're going to throw in the therapy piece because that is really important for me to maintain my sanity and my peace as well. And so making sure that I have my sessions, my therapy sessions regularly is all a part of that process. So Keandra, was peace always easy to you, like to like set the boundaries or was that something you had to work on? Like, tell us about that. Yeah, peace was never easy for me. Like when I even think about what I experienced kind of like growing up, um, there was no such thing as peace <laughs> in my household, you know, outside of that, in my extended family or my community. I have I grew up in Compton, California, so there's always some gang banging, somebody getting shot, somebody getting robbed, um, people, all types of negative things happening, right? So that was happening in my larger community, but also in my home growing up, there was domestic violence, there was verbal abuse. Um, around the same time that my parents got divorced, when I was around 10 years old, my sister got pregnant. So she was pregnant at 15 and a half. Um, there was just so many things going on in my world. And so it was something that I had to learn how to cultivate like as I got older. And I had to be very intentional about that because no one teaches you how to have peace. Like no one is like, okay, this is what you do in order to be sane, in order to be calm, in order to have joy, in order to create an atmosphere that is conducive to what you want. Nobody teaches you that. So you have to go on this journey of self-exploration and also of learning. And so for me, it was once I got out of my home <laughs> um, and started my educational journey and becoming more self-aware and, you know, increasing my emotional IQ that I was like, you know what, as I'm going on this crazy journey of entrepreneurship and creating the life that I want, I have to make sure that my life speaks peace mm. in every aspect. And it doesn't matter if other people don't think what I'm doing is peaceful. I think it's peaceful. And that's what matters to me. Oh, great answer. So that's a big deal, though, because you can't compare your piece to somebody else's and what they doing for their piece. But you said a whole lot about your childhood and growing up. Like, how did you navigate all of that? Because it sounds like there was a lot going on. Now, there was more than a lot going on. Like, <laughs> right. My upbringing was an interesting roller coaster. And so it wasn't easy back then to navigate because as a little girl, when you're 10 and 12 and you've known your parents to be together this whole time and now you're family is kind of falling apart and your sister is, you know, now going to be a mother and, you know, all, and you're going to be an auntie at 10, you know, like everything is just like swarming around you. And 
I think for me, it was always faith because my mom really instilled that in me, like as a child growing up. So I really held that on, held on to that when I couldn't find anything else to ha- to hang on to. Um, but also too, like as I got older and got into high school and you know started to evolve and define myself, like I realized that if I can get through all of the stuff that I went through, somewhat quote unquote successfully. Um, than other people, then I can help other people navigate that space too. And that's part of the reason why I got into the therapy field was because of my own drama and trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that kind of pushed me into this direction. So like everybody knows you're super successful, awesome therapist, awesome speaker. How did you navigate that through like high school and college? <laughs> Yeah, it is really kind of just like I didn't come out the womb being this great, you know what I mean? So it was it was definitely a process and I think looking back on my you know how hindsight is 2020. So when you kind of like look back over your life, I was always that go-to person for people, like even when I was in middle school and like high school, I was the secret keeper. People would come to me like, "Yo, Keandra, I need your advice. What do you think?" you know? And so Back then, I absolutely hated it. I was just like, why is everybody telling me their business? I don't care. But as I got older and understood why I do what I do, I'm like, God was like pruning me and, you know, like starting me on that process very, very early as being, you know, a really dope therapist. And so with that, that came honing in on my craft and something... There's always just been something very unique about me. Even my mom would tell you, <laughs> like, I'm just that girl, like that go-getter. My mom calls me super, like, <laughs> what's the word that she uses? I couldn't even think of it right now. I it's kind of like being hard-headed, but it's another word <laughs> for it. <laughs> but she calls me that all the time because I just always had, like, my own path kind of a little bit more stubborn than most and don't really like people telling me what to do. So that kind of like created this individualism within me where I kind of had to fend for myself growing up. And when I got to high school, when I got into college, and even when I started this entrepreneur journey, like it wasn't easy for me. I've done things that Still to this day, people in my family look at me and they're like, you doing what? <laughs> you writing another book? You, what you mean you quitting your job and you don't have a savings? Like, what are you doing? You know, and now that they see the results, you know, and they see the fruit of that, it kind of makes a little bit more sense. But I'm always growing and evolving. And so it's it's honing in on that. It's really navigating the path of like what God laid out for you. Like, I am a big like stay in the will of God and do what he wants you to do. Um, Cause when you start trickling around and doing some other stuff, that's when you get into lots of trouble. So I think that's why I've had a lot of success is because I stay in my lane and I know what my lane is. Man. And that really has served me tremendously. So there's so many questions I want to follow up with. The first one is how do you tune out the noise of everybody else? Because I think this is something that when people, especially people who are high achievers, like yourself. So people are telling them, Hey girl, you should do this. Or, Hey, you know, you're really good at that. This is your lane. How do you tune that out and listen to yourself? Or did, was that a struggle? Um, I can't 
honestly say that it was a struggle in the beginning. Like I always knew that mental health and relationships was my jam, even when I was back doing, you know, internship and collecting my hours of work getting licensed. So I knew that that was my path that I wanted to go down. But you're right. Like there's always people pulling on you in different ways um, and saying you should do this or you can do that. And you can, if you really wanted to be like a serial entrepreneur and have your hands and feet in a little bit of everything, you can. But for me, it was important to stay in my lane. And for me, it was important to be well known for a particular thing. So I always tell you and my other, you know, coaching clients, it's like, what you're good at, stay in that lane, right? You want to be well known for that thing. So when people think of relationships, Guess who they think of? Number one person, Keandra. Keandra's the plug, right? And that's what I wanted to create for myself. And it, it has done a really good job at that. And I, I didn't know how to navigate this process. I hired coaches, business coaches, and speaker coaches, and other people along the way that has helped me on this journey because nobody else in my family is an entrepreneur. So I had to learn as I as I grew. And this is just the beginning, Jason. Like, <laughs> if y'all impressed now, just wait to the next level that's about to pop off. It's going to be crazy. And I'm just here for the journey because it hasn't been the easiest, but it's been worth it. So how do you stay motivated? I was just telling someone the other day that I have not been that motivated lately. Like on the outside, I think people see what you post on social and they think that your life is like perfect and you stay motivated 24 seven. And I'm just like, I have not been motivated to get dressed lately. <laughs> like comb my hair for what to put on makeup, you know, and those were things that I was so used to doing all the time. Um, and as of lately, I kind of just been feeling like black, like, mm-hmm. Man, you know, not necessarily to the point where it's depression, but it's just kind of like, I don't feel like it. (laughs) And so instead of me like beating myself up about that, I just let myself be, you know, and kind of just experience the moment of like, girl, you've worked hard for a very long time. Like, enjoy this downtime. And so I get motivated and I stay motivated in times where I feel like there is... I don't know if this makes any sense because I'm like the opposite, but like on times where things seem like all is lost, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're doing. Uh, you about to get counted out. Like there's no hope for you. Like there's no opportunities coming your way. That's when I get the most motivation. Like most people would wow. get down on themselves and depressed. And I'd be like, yo, life is trash right now. And I need to do something about it. And so that's when I was like, okay, let me get in my creative zone. Let me figure out what product I'm going to launch. Let me figure out what other book I'm going to write. Let me pitch opportunities for media or, you know, other speaking engagements or corporate trainings that I do. And then when I do that, it just seems like things just start rolling. And so it takes an act of me doing something for me to kind of get that motivation going, but it always flows. So when things are going great, I'm not as motivated. Uh, you get weird. <laughs> It's weird. I know I'm the opposite of most people, but that's kind of just how I rock and roll. When things are going great, I'm not that motivated. When things are like looking horrible, that's when I got the most energy to keep going. So I got a separate question. How do you manage the pressure of being America's number one relationship therapist? Because I feel like that's that's a heavy, huge title. (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. It's, It's a big one. 
Yeah, it's a huge title. I mean, anytime you're saying or anybody is putting a label on you that's number one, that means you got to be the best of the best. That means you got to be top of your game. That means you got to be on point at all times, right? I mean, because people are always watching you, you know? And like I said, I'm just like super relatable. I'm super chill. You know how I am, Jason. Yeah. Like, I'm that girl from Compton. Like, I'm not really like flashy. Um, or like all of these expensive things, like I'm just really simple, you know, and, oh, at least for now, you know, when the, when the upgrade <laughs> happened, I might be real bougie and uppity. I don't know. But as of right now, I'm really just a very simple person. And so the title does come with a lot of weight, but I always remind myself of like, you wouldn't have that title if you didn't have the receipts to back it up. And so I remember when I first started working in this space and working with people in relationships and marriages, people would question me all the time. Like, you're so young. How can you, you're not even married. You ain't got no kids. How can you help me? You know, like I used to have this negative energy coming my way. And in the beginning, it used to mess me up. Like I used to be like, I think they're right. I suck. (laughs) I need to get another career. Like I can't help anyone. But then I was like, that don't have nothing to do with anything. And as I started to grow and evolve and get the accolade, nobody has questioned me (laughs) in a very long time. Let's just say that because I will pull out all the receipts and be like, now what? And if I'm still not your cup of tea, that's fine. There's other therapists or other speakers, authors who may be what you're looking for. So it comes with a lot of weight, but this is what I signed up for. And I'm just happy that I can impact lives, you know, on different levels the way that I do. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely your confidence is there. And I can tell, I mean, you instilled a confidence. <laughs> Are you saying I'm cocky? Yeah, I mean- I'm, no, I'm saying confidence. <laughs> Even from the confidence expert. So my next series of questions is along prosperity. So what is prosperity mean to you and how have you manifested prosperity in your life man i feel like the first thing that comes to my mind and probably most people's mind is like money <laughs> well i'm gonna speak for myself when people yeah. say prosperity i'm like run me the coin right but that's only one aspect of it like i've had a good chunk of money you know in in my time frame and that doesn't always equal peace you know mm-hmm. and so I realized that you have to cultivate that inner peace, that inner stability within inside of you, no matter what's going on on the outside. And I think prosperity is like almost like equivalent to wealth for me. And when I think about wealth, it's again, it's not just about money, but I want to be like spiritually wealthy. I want to be relationally wealthy and emotionally wealthy, you know, in all of these aspects. And that just basically means that you're connected, like you're tapped in. That means that you are not worried about the small things or just about the finances, but you are trying to elevate yourself to the next level that you know possible. And so prosperity for me on this level looks like definitely money. I'm not even going to lie and try to act like money in the thing because it is definitely more coin but also the peace that comes with it. And that's why I love this podcast so much because it's like peace and prosperity. It's not like either or. (laughs) Because the higher I go, the more peace I want to have. Like you see all of these athletes, Mm. 
you know, with everything happening in the world, all of these rich people, billionaires, Bezos, all of these going to bar, all of these people who have all of this money, that doesn't equate to happiness. That doesn't equate to contentment. You know, we know so many people who got so much money, but they're super depressed or they could be suicidal, you know? And so it's important to understand that while you're on this journey, well, while I'm on this journey, like I'm prioritizing myself because I can't pour from an empty cup. So if I'm good, everybody else around me will be good. But if I'm just not where I need to be, it can negatively impact everything and everyone. That's dope. So tell us about a time because, you know, people want to know Keandra behind the scenes. Tell us about a time when maybe you didn't have all the prosperity and the wealth, but you did have peace. Mm, you should have sent me these questions ahead of time so I have time to think about it. So I'll see how you're doing me. Um, ooh, I feel like there's a number of different times. But I'll speak to something very recent because I think when you talk about stuff that happened a long time ago, people are just like, but that was so long ago. Like, this is fresh off the press. This just happened to me like less than 30 days ago. So Jason and the rest of my coaching group knows that like my whole house flooded recently. So like this pipe or whatever broke in my bathroom and literally flooded the whole house. Not just one room, like, oh, you need to get your carpet fixed. Like the whole thing to the point where I had to move out. I'm currently right now in this very moment in an Airbnb. Um, and I have been here for 30 days already and I have about another 30 to go. And so I don't know if people understand, like when your personal possessions have been damaged, like stuff that you have had for years or stuff that means a lot to your family or just stuff that you, it's just your stuff and you didn't want it to get damaged. Like it does something to you internally. Right. And I had to get rid of a lot of things because they were damaged and throw things away. And, you know, I had to uproot and move and put what I could in storage and then move out. It was a whole bunch of factors. And even though it was crazy, I had this like real interesting level of peace on top of it that I literally cannot explain to anybody. When people, when I tell the story to people, their mouth literally dropped. They're like, what? Damn. Your house flooded. Like, you good? Like, are you okay? And I'm like, I'm good. You know? And I don't know where that came from. I, at first I was like, man, is this a trauma response? Like, am I good? I had literally, I talked to my therapist about this because I was like, I want to make sure that I'm not tripping, but there's times where chaos is literally happening all around you, whether your house is flooding, where that is, whether it's a pandemic, whether it's your kids acting up, your marriage, whatever, people passing away, financial issues. But you have to have this knowing on the inside of you that you have to keep going. You have to have this knowing on the inside of you that things are going to be okay and that this too shall pass. Like, I know that I'm going to get back into my house eventually it's a headache. It's a massive inconvenience to my life and to my business right now, but it's a part of the process and it's a part of my story. Right. And so now I'm able to tell other people <laughs> like you guys, yeah. when crazy stuff happens randomly, you have to hold on to whatever piece that you already had. Man. So let me say this. I knew your house had flooded. I didn't know the magnitude. 
And you came out with more TikTok videos and reels <laughs> at the Airbnb than you did at your old place. <laughs> oh my God. It's crazy because the day that we had our last speaker coaching call, right? I think the it flooded like a day before that. And, 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 and I could have canceled, right? I could have been like, y'all, I can't do it. Nah, we're going to have to reschedule. But I was like, these people paid me their hard on money. We're in our last class. I'm going to have to show up for my people. And I think that speaks to my character, you know, of like mm -hmm. how I just don't like to be giving out trash content <laughs> or trash experiences, but also to the resilience of like, yo, literally my feet is in water, but I'm still, y'all going to get this last Q and a coaching call. <laughs> and, and the energy was not off. It was it was dope as always. So I really appreciate you showing up and then teaching us that look, we may be going through things too, but like you said, we did pay, <laughs> and you delivered. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I get these spurts of like where I get very creative, and maybe that's why I'm in a different location. Like you know, there was just this different level of creative creativity that needed to be burst, but. I get moments where I'm like, oh, I'm going to crank out like 12 TikTok videos, you know? And then other moments where I'm like, oh, I don't feel like doing anything. So it kind of just depends on the day and the time, but I'm just rolling with the flow. I'm just going with the punches of life. Man, Keanu, this was a dope interview. I appreciate you for being the first on the Peace and Prosperity podcast. So to the listeners out there, what is one piece of advice you would give to somebody who's struggling with their peace? The number one piece of advice that I would give for sure if they're struggling with their peace is to like tap into a higher power. Like, I don't care what your religion is. I don't care what your belief system is. You need to believe in something higher than you and bigger than you because if not, when things are just chaotic all around you, you won't have anything to hold on to, right? Like the things that happens in life are not by coincidence, you know, or by just like some random situation. I think everything is intentional. And so that's how I sustain. That's how I keep going. It's just like tapping into a higher power and whatever that means for other people. But I know what it means for me. And that's definitely got me through some of the darkest days because my story oh I'm right when I write my autobiography it's gonna be so good <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be dope appreciate you Kendra. let everybody you know, know I got a few more pieces you know the husband gotta you know arrive first before I write the whole the whole story out so right. absolutely <laughs> let everybody know how they can get in touch with you so this has been a great time. If you want to get connected with me or stay connected with me, you can follow me on all social media outlets. And I mean all of them. <laughs> TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Keandra Jackson. Or if you want to check out my website and see some of the other dope things that I have the opportunity to do, you can go to keandrajackson.com. Again, that's keandrajackson.com. And let me add this, too, because my testimonial is coming. But I want to say working with Keandra has been absolutely amazing from, you know, being published in Forbes, WebMD, getting booked for speaking engagements. I mean, you name it, it's happening. So work with her. All right. Pull up. I get results over here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the end of the podcast.